BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Radio Network. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Branch. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down to Twisted Tuesday has begun. We're breaking it down. we got a full house here this evening. Andrew McKinnis uh, will join us. Mo DeKeel kicks it with us. Steve Merrill joins us as well on Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. There's a ton of college basketball uh, going on. Tom Izzo and Michigan State get it done this evening in an emotional night in East Lansing. Uh, tonight, Tom Izzo now has 37 wins as an unranked team versus an AP-ranked top opponent. The only Big Ten coaches with more all-time are Bob Knight and Gene Keady, both who each have 40. So a big win in East Lansing as they beat Indiana. Meanwhile, Connor McDavid reaches 800 career points in his 545th career game. People talk about LeBron James and like, you know, all oh, the all-time scoring record and stuff. What Connor McDavid is doing, this is like kind of crazy. Like it really is. Like in the modern era, it's not easy to score in the modern era in the National Hockey League, unlike the NBA, essentially. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, you'll notice in the NHL, players aren't breaking records every night. Oh, yeah, it's the first time ever that a kid 19 scored seven goals and scored five goals, had nine points. No, no, you know, that doesn't happen because it's kind of not like a rec league and stuff. Like, they kind of compete. So... Connor McDavid to do this, unbelievable. It's the fifth fewest games to reach 800 career points in NHL history. After Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky did this in 352 freaking games. Mario Lemieux, 410. Mike Bossy, my guy Mike Bossy, and Peter Stastny, very underrated player. Yet, honestly, out of all these dudes, I don't want to take away anything from the great one, Wayne Gretzky. But Grudsky did play in an era when everybody did score a lot. That cannot be denied. It just is what it is, right? And I say this, listen, my uncle played on the damn team. So I just know, I mean, all the games were 7-6 in those days. You know what I mean? Everybody was scoring, you know, like 70 goals. And like there was a little error in the NHL where it got really stupid and people put up big numbers. I wasn't planning on this hot take right now, but looking at this, Mario Lemieux might be the best player ever, actually. People don't want to hear that because he's not, you know, he's not Wayne Gretzky. He's not as nice as Wayne Gretzky. He didn't win quite as many Stanley Cups. Well, he's not really that far behind, to be honest, when you add everything up. Mario Lemieux is probably underrated, actually. Not in the Pittsburgh area, but overall, when you consider just, like, how dominant he was in an era that it got harder to score. Right, like the NHL was like a free-for-all shooting gallery for a couple of years. Then it sort of it changed and it became a we're gonna knock your head off if you try to score league. <laughs> now it's sort of in between. Right now, but the thing is now in the NHL, 
Listen, it's not as violent as it used to be, and it's a good thing, right? Whatever, oh, you know, it used to be like this, whatever. You can't have people hitting each other over the head with sticks, right? So the thing is in the NHL, it's hard to score because everybody is so fast. You don't have any time with the puck anymore. Let's roll. The late night anchor management class. This is Sports Rage. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Atlanta Hawks fire Nate McMillan as um, this was a um, this was a firing that a lot of people saw coming. The NBA might be off for a couple of days, but it didn't stop the Atlanta Hawks from pulling the trigger. We're talking NBA basketball tonight. Mo DeKeel will step up and in former video coordinator of the Los Angeles Clippers. We'll get most thoughts on the Clippers bringing in Russell Westbrook. The Chicago Bulls bring in Patrick Beverly. Um, there's a lot of stuff to break down as far as the association is concerned. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining us on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159, including the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, SDSU in the house, SDSU rolling Colorado State right now, 41-26 at the break. A lot of underdogs weren't just barking, but they were biting uh, tonight. Upset specials, Villanova went on the road against Xavier. Marquette, get it done on the road against Creighton, 73-71. Final score. Meanwhile, it was an emotional night tonight uh, in East Lansing. Their first home game uh, since last week's uh, shooting. And uh, Michigan State wins 80-65 to tonight against Indiana. Texas Tech get it done on the road. The Texas Longhorns, hook them horns. Uh, Texas Longhorns roll uh, tonight. 72-54 over Iowa State. We're talking college basketball. Steve Merrill will kick it with us. Mo DeKeel talks NBA basketball. Andrew McInnes will talk NHL hockey, XFL football, and more. Connor McDavid continues to light it up. He scores his 800th career point this evening in 545 career games. Fifth fewest in NHL history. And he is next to elite company Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, and Peter Stastny. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of like Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, and Peter Stastny, maybe. Well, my uncle actually played with two of these people Wayne Gretzky and Peter Stastny, Oilers and Nordiques. This is Sports Rage. I am a Red Sea. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The late night anchor management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. Somebody in our chat's asking me as a goalie, who would I rather have uh, faced, Wayne Gretzky or uh, Brett Hull? 
And uh, with all due respect to the great one, I'd rather stop. I'd rather like try to stop Wayne Gretzky than Brett Hall because Wayne Gretzky would just like make me look stupid and out deke me and stuff like that. Brett Hall could take your head off, bro. <laughs> like Brett Hall might tee one up and actually like kill you. That's the difference, right? So you know, I brought this up earlier. Bring Andrew McKinnis in um, as far as Connor McDavid is concerned, and it's an incredible accomplishment. Right, like to to get 800 career points in 545 games in the modern NHL is not an easy thing to do. He's only the he's the fifth fastest to do this um, in his career, and behind Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, and Peter Stastny. And full disclosure, and I, I say this as somebody who met Peter Stastny when I was a kid. I actually had a hockey stick autographed by all three. Stastny brothers, Peter, Marion, and uh, what was the who was the other one? Antoine, I believe those are the three. They were like one of the they were like one of the first players from the Czech Republic to play. My uncle was on the Quebec Nordiques, and they were on the Quebec Nordiques. They were kids, so I met them like when they were kids. So, but I got to be honest with you, it surprises me. I wouldn't have realized like if you would have asked me as a trivia guru type of deal. Like true or false, Peter Stastny is like it was like the fourth fastest to reach 800 points in NHL history. I'd say no, no, he was good, but he wasn't that good. He was good, good though. Like he used to nearly beat the Canadians and stuff in the Nordiques. And like, I'm just looking though, like Connor McDavid, as I was stating, in the modern, like there were different eras. Wayne Gretzky and Wayne Gretzky, great and stuff, but Wayne Gretzky did play in an era for a while. Where it was like seven six nine eight, the games were crazy. Look at the goal scores. You know, everybody, not everybody, but if you were good, you were scoring sixty and seventy and stuff. And he scored ninety two once. But in today's day and age, it's freaking hard to score. The goalies are the goalies are all big dudes. The goalies have big equipment. Everybody blocks shots now. Um, and to me, the biggest the biggest thing is the speed of the game. Everybody on the NHL, everybody on an NHL rink is fast. Everybody. Everybody, the slow guys are fast. So everybody's fast, and except the Vancouver Canuck defensemen. They're another story. They don't count. But everybody else, everybody else, you have no space, right? Like, you get the puck, it's like you got like 0.4 seconds to decide, and, you know, and you're going to get hit, you're going to lose the puck, someone's in your face. So to do like what Connor McDavid is doing is absolutely incredible. And just for the record, all and you know I want to look. All right, points per game. Let's. What's your average points per game? Wayne Gretzky averaged one point nine points per game, which is just stupid, like crazy. Mary Lemieux averaged one point eight three, and Mary Lemieux played in a tougher NHL than Wayne Gretzky did. And unlike Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux had people slashing him, going after him, and stuff because he was big. And he was not a nice guy. Wayne Gretzky was a nice guy, and Wayne Gretzky was a little dude, and Wayne Gretzky made everybody money, so they were like, don't touch him. Mary Lemieux was like, hey, kill that big French guy, otherwise he's going to score 10 goals. Mike Bossy, we tell you all the time, Mike Bossy, one of the greatest snipers of all time, is actually third all time uh, with uh, with points per game, 1.497. And there's Connor McDavid uh, right there, 1.469. Bobby Orr. So, listen, Connor McDavid is doing something Bobby Orr didn't do, and the fact that Bobby Orr was a freaking defenseman and did what he did is actually stupid crazy as well. So, what I'm getting at is I resist calling everybody the greatest ever and all these young players in the modern era, but I've been around the game of hockey a long time. I've seen these guys firsthand and in some cases met them, known them, and, and everything else in between. And Connor McDavid literally and literally is one of the best NHL players ever to play in the NHL. Like, I don't care if he never wins a cup, it still doesn't matter. But he is sort of like Mike Trout. He's getting Mike Trouted with the Edmonton Oilers, and you have to wonder at some point, does like does he get a cup somewhere else? Let's bring in Andrew McKinnis. What do you think, McKinnis? Is Connor McDavid going to be an Edmonton Oiler for his entire career? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, we'll find out. Obviously, the next few years will kind of uh, indicate that. Um, but I will say this. I mean, I've been saying for many, many years, Gabe, that, uh, you know, I feel like every month or two, I try and make a case that he has help around him. 
But then it just goes back to the same old story where it's just him and two other guys, right? Like, you know, I, I followed Sidney Crosby growing up. I was a huge Crosby guy. And the thing is about him is that he had a lot of guys around him. I'm not saying he wasn't outstanding. It wasn't a superstar, but he had a group of guys around him. And you even look at last year's Colorado Avalanche. It wasn't just the, the Miko Rantanens, the Landis Goggs, the McKinnons. There was a depth core no, that was there. Kale McCarr. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, yes, McCarr. But I was yeah, talking about yeah, forwards. Yeah. But yeah, McCarr. Um, but Gabe, you know what I'm saying here, man. I mean, the fact of the matter is that you're right about the whole Mike Trout comparison because you literally just can't win being that superstar, you know? But one thing uh, I'll throw back at your way is the fact that can you believe that people said that, you know, he'll slow down once his speed goes away? But that's all he has is his speed. Because to me, that was one of the most ridiculous things I ever saw on social media and through some of these NHL analysts saying that, well, give it five years. Let's see what kind of player he is when he doesn't have his speed. I mean, to me, that was very ridiculous. He is a superstar at a lot of things he does. And the fact that he took it personal this year to score more goals and not pass things up. You even see on two on ones on power plays. He is a shoot first guy this year. And that is saying saying a lot for a guy that still has a boatload of assists. But this year, he decided to score a lot more goals, and he's doing it. He's got 42 goals and 60 assists on the season, and there's still a lot of hockey left. Sidney Crosby is one of the greatest players ever to play. But Connor McDavid is, is better athletically. You know what I mean? And Crosby would tell you that. Like, you know, I put it this way. Like, if they played one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those, like, deals. And and the thing is, Crosby's got the leadership. Crosby, one thing with Crosby is he makes people better around him better, right? That's that's another thing that great people can do that not everybody can do. And McDavid can and can't. But it's I think people take it for granted almost, like Connor McDavid. I used to get tired of it. I'd be like, dear God, I'm tired of hearing about this guy. I was like, man, he never win anything. I'm like, whatever. But when you watch him play, the dude makes NHL players look like high school defensemen, man, like, or peewee players. Like, he just, like, he can, like, it's unbelievable. Like, if he really wanted to be selfish, McKinnis, like, you know what I mean? And he just, like, said, all right, I'm not passing the puck, and I'm just going to go around everybody. Like, he could do it. He really could. But he's, you know, I mean, the hockey's such a team sport. There's only so much he can do. But athletically, from a pure skill standpoint, like like Austin Matthews has great hands, right? Like Austin Matthews' hand-eye coordination and the wrist, like the Austin Matthews' quick release is awesome, right? Um, you know, Mitch Marner's got some, like, really crazy skills. There's dudes that have, like, these quick, quick twitch things and muscle reflex things that they have down. But McDavid is just next level. He can outskill you, but outpower you, McKinnis. Take it to the net. You know what I mean? He's like a basketball player that can hit a three if he wants, but he can also just take it to the rack and dunk on your ass if he really wants to. And you see him all the time. A lot of his goals, bro, are power goals. He just crashes the net. He goes full speed, and you're not stopping him. That's a really good point. I like that basketball comparison, you know. Uh, McDavid will back you down. He'll shoot a three. He'll take you to the hoop. He'll cross you up. He'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, but he'll get in the paint. Some goal scorers just have their thing, right? He can do it all. No, exactly. Like, Austin Matthews isn't going to be, like, score many goals in a crease and stuff. McDavid does. McDavid's always, like, getting cross-checked and, oh, I just scored, getting going down. Matthews is going to snipe you, you know what I mean? But, yeah, just all I can say about McDavid is he's a badass. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. for you. Uh, now, Marge, I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. Who? Who? Who will win the million-dollar game? After week one, I'd have to say the Houston Roughnecks. I'd say the Houston Roughnecks uh, are, are going to win. Although, we have a big game this week between Arlington and uh, the Houston Roughnecks. I say Houston. Listen, Houston were 5-0 and um, last time the XFL was in play. And it got shut down due to the, uh, the pandemic. And that feels like it was a long time ago, but it really wasn't. Um, when it got shut down, but they looked really good in week one. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to overreact. Uh, I'm still waiting for the official television uh, numbers. I've seen. I've seen a few. I saw the uh, the Seattle number or the uh, St. Louis number. St. Louis did very well. I saw that they did uh, the Battle of the St. Louis game did better than the Daytona 500 in St. Louis. But I don't know why they had St. Louis ratings and nothing else. But um, week two of the XFL. There's numbers. I already got my plays in. We talked about it last night. We'll get back to the NHL. We got Andrew McCannis uh, with us right now. Just for the record, the Aztecs are up 54-34 with 15 minutes remaining in the second half. They're rolling. They're drilling Colorado State right now. 54-34. In-game total is 140, 141.5. It just moved. Aztecs minus 22.5 in-game. We dipped our beak in some college baseball uh, tonight. And... Um, we got a split. Uh, we, we went one and one. And as we speak right now, UC Irvine Anteaters are up on the USC Trojans. Bottom of the eighth inning, 8-6. Eight, We've really diversified our portfolio. In other words, listen, we're just degenerates. And we like to bet on everything. Women's college basketball. Um, women's softball. Men's college baseball. College basketball. XFL football. NASCAR duels. Whatever. Bring it on. We got Andrew McKinnis with us. So, McKinnis, have you looked at week two of the XFL yet? And have you made up your mind on any of these games? I can tell you I've already got four plays in. Yeah, I definitely haven't as made as many as you. That's for sure. Uh, I was I was involved in one game and uh, ended up getting it live as well. I uh, I messaged you on Twitter. Or I tweeted at you, and it was the Renegades. That was it for me. Uh, low volume to start. I am, however, happy I stayed away from those totals because I was ready to go crazy with the unders. But I will say, I mean, these rule changes, the different rules that they do have. I wanted to ask you, and I planned on asking you tonight, do you think that they can maintain this stuff? I mean, we saw a lot of weird stuff, man. Defensive touchdowns, the the fourth and 15 to, to keep the ball and stuff like that. Um, do, you, do you still think that uh, the unders are the way to go? Or do you think that uh, maybe the new rules will help with the overs? No, I don't think it's the new rules. They, they, they had the same rules last time they played. Right, nothing's new about the XFL now than than wasn't you know from from 2020 or whatever. Um, I think they over adjusted, and I talked about it. You and I talked about yeah the unders and the numbers weren't out yet. And then as soon as we saw the numbers, I said, oh my god, they over adjusted. Right. And there's a big difference between 45, 44 and a half, and 43s and 35. And if you look, a lot of the games sort of wouldn't have gone over the numbers before. <laughs> like they, they, and I'll tell you, 
we spoke to an odds maker from WinBet, right, which isn't a small establishment. And so from WinBet, Matoy Pearson on Friday night, and he said, well, he goes, we got killed in the USFL in the first couple of weeks with the unders. He goes, we got killed in the last time the XFL uh, early in the season. And same in the Alliance League. And basically, so the the sports books were totally prepared for this, man. Right? They were like, no, 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 no. We're not getting beat with these unders. And then they came too low. And I said I did. You know, I was talking about it all week. I said, guys, they've overreacted. They've overreacted. It's it's just it's too light. It's just it's they've gone too low. And look, and we ended up going three and one to the over uh, on 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 week one, and I nailed them. I was I was a perfect uh, four and zero with the totals. I knew the St. Louis San Antonio game was the under, and the other ones I thought were going to end up going over, and they did, but they did not readjust this week for week two, in my opinion. Look, they came right back with the same numbers. Like St. Louis and Seattle on Thursdays, 36. The Seattle Sea Dragons and the D.C. Defenders just played on Sunday Night Football. They got to 40. So they got to 40. And not to mention, Seattle turned the ball over, like on the one-yard line. You know what I mean? They were about to score. They turned the ball over literally on the goal line in the last couple of seconds of the game. There was another turnover in the red zone. There should have been more points in that game, and it still went over the number. The St. Louis Battlehawks, they don't have a great offense. They played San Antonio last week, guys. That was the one game that I thought would go under the number, and even they got to 33, right? St. Louis scored 18 points. So where I'm going with this, McKinnis, I like the over on Thursday Night Football. I think St. Louis and Seattle are going to go over. It's an even 36 right now. I also think the Seattle Sea Dragons will win this football game. St. Louis, they they survived. They went to San Antonio. They won the game. Good for them. San Antonio are probably the worst team in the league, and they barely won the game. They came back late. A.J. McCarron threw a nice touchdown pass late. Seattle also will – I'm not going to talk about a home field advantage, but – People in Seattle are freaks, right? They'll smoke a bunch of weed. They're going to get lit up, and they're going to go to the game, and they'll make noise, and they'll support this. They supported it last time, right? And I think they will have a little mini home field advantage here. I like the Sea Dragons to bounce back after blowing the game on the goal line. Seattle money line over 36 on Thursday night football, 9 o'clock, McKinnis. I'll be following along. I mean, uh, I'm slowly but surely going to be getting into the XFL. The fact of the matter is, though, Gabe, I don't want to miss out. And what I mean by that is I don't want to miss out on anything the bookmakers are slipping up on early on here. Um, and the big reason for that is that, you know, I, I caught these live betting opportunities in week one. And, you know, I realized that, you know what, maybe heading into week two, we're going to see some overreactions. So um, do, do you save some stuff here for, you know, are you putting any money aside as far as the live betting? Or are you mostly just jumping in pregame? I, I know you're a live bet guy, but uh, with this league right now, I feel like there's a lot of unknowns. You know, I feel like sometimes when a sport like this and a league like this, you can almost make money jumping in in the second half right after the first quarter and stuff like that. And anything uh, about that? No, you know, well, me, I gotta be honest. Yeah. I put way too much money on the first game in game, dude. I had like, I had like 3300 bucks or something on the game at one point, like nearly four dimes. Like I was actually, I was more stressed about the week one XFL game than I was the Super Bowl. Like, I really was. Like, I was getting up. I was like, oh, my God, pull the quarterback, change the quarterback, right? Like uh, Drew Plitt. I was like, man, how come Kyle Slaughter's not playing? And I was tweeting about the game. I was like, oh, my God, the play calling is going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> but they got saved by the defense and all that. But I got to tell you, this is me personally. I think McKinnis is going to get harder as it goes on, okay. right? The odds makers, to me, are going to figure it out eventually. They don't know now. They're sort of rattled. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm more confident than they are. I'm confident this stuff goes over again. I'm confident on the sides this week again. We went five and one. We did a video. We gave six picks. We won, we won five of them. Um and then in reality, with all of our in-game, we actually went like 12, 13, and 1. So we got all cocky and like crushed the XFL. I'm scared. It doesn't mean that I'm cocky this week coming into this week. But I'm playing big units. Like I made up my mind, McKinnis. I'm like, all right, 
I'm not going to put all this research in about 100 a game, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm putting 500 every game, and I'm going 500 a unit. And I started pulling the trigger, and I was winning. So I was like, all right, let's keep it up. And I ended up going like I murdered it. So we're going to go back to it this week. But for me, I think it'll get harder as it goes on because the teams, you know, I think we have an advantage early here. That's, I guess that's what I'm getting at. I think well, like the, the odds makers will figure it out as the, as the season goes on. And next thing you know, it'll be like, man, you know, you will be saying, man, I like Darlington, but I don't know about it eight and a half. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all these exactly. games are still three now, essentially, you know? Well, that's a really good point, and it, and it will start to progress. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think last week you talked about it with me, and we made the comparison sort of to the CFL. Obviously, uh, little obviously there's some differences, but the thing is there too is that you know what? You don't know how many people Gabe have said to me, you know, you're you're betting like this much on a CFL game. You're tweeting this much about a CFL game. I'm trying to make money, and I can tell. I always know you and I are very similar. When you're into a game, when you're researching something, I can tell by the way you're tweeting, Marenzi, that you're into it and you're invested into it. And that's the exact same way I am. And also, there aren't that many teams. There aren't that many games going on. And when you have your research and you feel sharp, I agree with you that early on is the time to jump in. But I will say this. Well, these leagues should be easier to win with. They should be. The oddsmakers don't know, bro. They don't know these teams. They're throwing darts. They have no idea, right? They're 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 setting a number. They're hoping for the best, and in some cases they do a good job. In some cases they don't. The NFL, they know, right? The NFL algorithm. There's a computer program yes. that's setting the point spreads. You know what I mean? It runs the simulation three million times and it gives you the point spread. They don't have that for the XFL. They don't know. But Gabe, is AJ McCarron going to be good or bad? I don't know. He hasn't played in four years, right? Like they don't know. <laughs> like. But the, hey, Gabe, that same thing, right? That algorithm you're talking about is there for live betting in the NFL, right? The difference is that there's not enough data and information on these XFL teams. That's why I got yeah, plus but eight the, the live renegades. Yeah, yeah, no, I like where you're going at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, the renegades are getting four points right now this week. Might be a little bit of overreaction. We'll hit this on the other side. This is Sportridge. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Not anger management class. This is Portridge. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down with Andrew McKenna, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, Sports Byline, Sports Map, everyone, wherever you may be this evening. So we're just talking about the XFL. And um, 
I have a little bit of buyer's remorse. I put 500 bucks on the Arlington Renegades to win the XFL championship. <laughs> and and um, I don't like their offense. But you can't. I don't want to overreact, Andrew, after one week, right? But I watched the game very, very closely. And their defense is, like, amazing. And we saw their defense basically won the football game. It was, like, consistently pick six, fumble, return. <laughs> the defense won the game for them. And we were lucky we escaped with the win and the over. Now they're playing the Houston Roughnecks. And this Houston Roughneck team has been roughing people up, literally and figuratively. Um, Wade Phillips doing a great job uh, with this team. This is uh, Sunday night football, 7 o'clock Eastern. Arlington are getting four points in this game. The total is 40. So they're not playing around with this one. I'm not ready to lay four. I think I might, you know, I got to, I like the first two. I haven't made up my mind about Sunday yet, but I can tell you guys, I do like the Seattle Sea Dragons on the money line on Thursday night football. I like the over 36. And then Saturday in Vegas, I think Vegas and D.C. is going to be a wild one. I like the over of that game, and I think Vegas survive and win on the money line, McKinnis. So the home teams, any overs on, on the first two games for me? I actually like – I'm going to go with the, sec, the second set of games here. Um, I'm going to go with the home team, the first game, minus the three there, and then I'm going to go with the over 40 renegades and roughnecks i see points i mean you talked about it with uh, the renegades this team that kind of looked like sloppy at the start um but i feel like they kind of fixed it up a little bit their defense made plays of course but i still think their offense is is better than what we saw especially early in the game um and look it's the highest total on the board for a reason gabe right so i feel like we could see some points from the, between both those teams and also i'm on the espn website in case anybody out there is looking and stressing around for tickets right now Tickets are going as low as $14, Gabe, if you're wondering. Yeah, it's an affordable, uh, it's an <laughs> affordable, affordable event for, uh, for people to go to. I would personally, I would personally rather, I would personally rather um, Kyle Slaughter start. No, not, okay. I, I would rather go to the game if I could, um, but... I would rather Kyle Sloter be starting for for Arlington. I don't know why they went with Plitt. I don't get it. They said that he had a better camp and stuff. Okay, whatever. Plitt's probably one of these guys that looks better in practice than he does in live action. He was slow to anticipate. The the wide receivers were open. He was slow to get on the ball. I, I thought he lobbed the ball in a little bit too much. There need to be a little bit more zip on Plitt's passes. And uh, I just don't get it because Kyle Sloter's a good quarterback. But... We'll see if if Stoops makes the uh, makes makes the switch moving forward, but uh, no, I was telling Dave Sharapan I would go to the game. I can't go to every sporting event; like I can't be everywhere, right? But I would go. I'd like to go to the Vegas game on Saturday. DC uh, DC Defenders and the Vegas Vipers at Cashman Field. Super cool. You got a baseball baseball stadium, hosted a football game in Vegas. Bet on the game Saturday afternoon. In Vegas, 22 bucks to get in. You can't top that. Um, great, um, great bang for your buck. The XFL, great entertainment value for uh, for the money. Well, leagues like this are always like the party atmosphere, right? Underrated environment, great atmosphere, getting you into the game, great like in-game entertainment. Not really that uh, you and I need that because we already got money on the game, but. I feel like it would, I would like to go to a game myself, actually. I feel like it would actually be a pretty good environment. But uh, I, well, I kind of was to go to XFL in... games, McKinnis. <laughs> it's not like it's a novelty. Yeah. I used to go to well, New York Guardian I'm just, games I'm just all saying, the time. I've, yeah. never, I've never been to one. That's all I'm saying. I think I would be interested. Um, I'm interested in any live uh, live sporting event. Um, lacrosse. I want to go to the waste management after seeing how awesome that is. I think that's a bucket list for me now. Um. Yeah, I get it. For me, you would you you know I mean you're younger. It's like a very it's a younger you know it's a college crowd. You know what I mean? It's like the you know the mid twenties sort of you know get hammered and drink beer type crowd. It looks wild and stuff, but I that's something I would rather I'd rather go to an XFL game. <laughs> like that's something that I'm like yeah yeah I'd rather not like uh, I'd rather not be with all these kids. Um, that whole 17th, uh, that whole thing, that stadium hole they have, though, you've got to get there like 3 in the morning the night before. Right? You've got to wait overnight, and then there's a sprint 
to um, so it's the not video like is awesome. Yeah, the video that not, is yeah. great. So all you need to know is what kind of people are actually going to want to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like, hey, I used to wait in line to get into rock concerts and stuff like that, right, when I was a kid. So uh, I'm just stating that, yeah, I'm not down with uh, too many people now. Um, I don't know. For me, too, I've never had any of these golf tournaments on my bucket list, to be honest. Like, I don't I don't care, like, about going to Augusta and the Masters or anything like that. I have no desire, like, to... Like, if you could beam me up and, like, be, you know, like, Star Trek and I could just appear there and, like, not – and leave right after, I guess, if I was super rich. But I don't you – know, I mean, it's not – golf really isn't – I like golf, but it's not on my bucket list to go to a golf tournament. I've been to golf. I've been to PGA golf tournaments before. It's like, you know, it's golf, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like – it's golf. Um, the Arizona one, I get it. People get wasted. I think, and you know what, if I would go to any of them, like, I'd go to, like, the uh, like the Ryder Cup in, like, Europe or something like that. That'd be cool. Like, you know what I mean, with a bunch awesome, of drunk yeah. Irishmen or something. You know, that would be cool. But you're right, the Arizona one is cool with the drinking. Um, all right, so NHL hockey. We keep telling people this. We can't click it for you. Tonight, unfortunately, it did not go 3-0. and But basically, there's just a constant... Take the Vancouver Canucks over one and a half in the first period. Take the uh, the over six and a half in the game, and take the Canucks plus one and a half if they're on the road, or you just take them the win, or if they're at home. The other night it was three and zero. Oh. It's it's often three and zero. Oh. Tonight we couldn't get there. The first period stayed under one and a half, but then the game opened up, and then we end up uh, cashing the over six and a half. We cash the Vancouver Canucks plus one and a half tonight. And it was a fair price as well. It was like minus one thirty or something only like that. It was a fair price with the uh, with the plus a puck and a half. And now Rick Talkett has been a coach at the Vancouver Canucks guys for eleven games. Still no unders. Nine zero and two to the over since he's taken over. People thought they would change. Like it's one of the best bets in hockey. Vancouver Canuck games to go over the number. And if it's a slow start. Just take the in-game over because it'll open up, and it does all the time, and it did again tonight. Well, and the best part about the Vancouver Canucks overs is that, like you mentioned, it's not just against the other high-scoring teams or, or you know poor defensive teams. It's against everybody. And no offense to the Nashville Predators, but uh, if you can get them to score five goals, there's really something wrong with you. You know, and that's really the deal right now with the Vancouver Canucks game. It does not matter who they're playing against. And right now, I mean, even the Edmonton Oilers, they only give up two tonight, but they're a team that's involved in that conversation as well. I mean, we talked about uh, at the top here when I joined you about McDavid, but uh, when you have a goaltending duo that's always in question and a defensive core that couldn't stop me and you, that's always a problem, you know. And I'll tell you what, with this Vancouver Canucks team as well, they're a team you can make a lot of money on right now with prop betting too. JT Miller has now hit in eight of his last 10 games over on his shot prop. Um, Anthony Beauvillier, he's gotten, I think like he's gotten a lot of points since he's been there. And as a member, no one's talking about him. All you've heard about is Bo Horvat going to the New York Islanders. Anthony Beauvillier has been a great player. Two points uh, or one point tonight, two shots on goal. Quinn Hughes, Connor Garland. Um, it's lots of money to be made here with this Vancouver Canucks team, despite the fact that they're losing. And uh, Gabe, I do recommend taking a look at that uh, JT Miller shots on goal prop. Yeah, JT Miller uh, has to say, does get a lot of shots on goal. I'd say bet take Nashville to give up a lot of shots on goal, but I don't worry about shots on goal props so much when I'm making so much money betting the totals of their games. <laughs> like so, I'm not a big shots on goal prop uh, better. But as I stated, 11 games with the new head coach, and you know it'll go over again in their next game. And uh, who's up next for them? Uh, St. Louis. So Vancouver and St. Louis um, two nights from now. That game will go over, and then they'll play. They host Boston, but it really is. It really is like literally one of the best bets in sports. I think it's up to thirty-nine and fourteen uh, right now. Uh, didn't the media tell us it was uh, Bruce Boudreaux's fault? I mean, thought it was Bruce Boudreaux's fault. They were getting scored on so much. Um. Yeah. Yes and no. There is a difference under Talkit. There, there's, there is a difference, but they still listen. They, you know, they can't stop anybody, but they don't get blown out as much anymore. 
they don't have these prolonged losing streaks anymore like they did. There's much more attention to detail. You can tell there's progress being made under Rick Tockett. I'll give him credit. I never really thought of Rick Tockett as some brilliant tactician or something like this. But um, they've done a good job. The Tockett's done a really good job, uh, and the Canucks have done a good job of telling every Canuck player why they need to be better. <laughs> like, like, or, like, you know what I mean? Why you've got to do this. Like, Kuzmenko is a great offensive player, but they were like, dude, you know what? You never come back. He, like, and they showed him, basically. And people were like, why are you picking on this kid? He's a good dude. He scores goals. And Tockett said, I'm trying to make the, him a better hockey player and our, ourselves a better team. And he said, sometimes you have to say things to people they don't want to hear. And this is what he's doing with people. Point blank. And everybody's accountable suddenly. And the thing is with Boudreaux, Boudreaux's a nice guy, but they all knew he was going to get fired. And I don't care what job you're in, what business you're in, what company you work for, it doesn't matter. Right? It, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter whether you're on a pro hockey team or you're working in a Walmart. If you know the manager, the guy that's telling you what to do is getting fired in a week. You're not going to listen to them. <laughs> For sure. Like, and they didn't, right? It wasn't me they didn't like them, but they were like, well, it's the end of the line for this guy. And I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, Talkett's actually scared them a little bit. And I think a lot of them saw that you're going to get traded. And they like Vancouver. Like, players on the Vancouver Canucks like the city of Vancouver. They like playing for the Canucks. They like the city. They like their condos. They like the ocean. They like the weather, right? They like everything about it, right? But they get they, they get caught up into it a little bit too much. And they, you know, they got to they gotta remember, you're in the NHL for a reason. Like, you got to play with some fire. So I would say there's an improvement uh, with the Canucks, McInnes. That was very well said. I don't really have any arguments with that, honestly. I think that they, look, they are being in a lot of closer games. No doubt about that. There is more attention to detail Put on this the way. bench. But like like you they mentioned. Fight. Though, they fight now, something they've never done. They never did before. They, they finish checks. They never hit anybody before. They know. They're like basically talk. It's like a mob hitman behind the bench. And they know. He's watching. And there's there's no, you know what I mean? If you don't perform, they will trade you. <laughs> and they're rebuilding. And if you're in, you're in. And if you're out, you're out. Tonight was a great comeback, even though they ended up losing the game. All right, get your best bets ready for tomorrow, McKinnis. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. 
Andrew McKinnis with us. WagerTalk.com. Mo DeKeel will join us a little bit later on. So will Steve Merrill. We'll talk NBA basketball with Mo DeKeel, former video coordinator of the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers, of course, get Russell Westbrook. Speaking of basketball, 77-54 San Diego State right now. Up on Colorado State with two minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the basketball game. So, uh, McKinnis, let's take a look at the overnight uh, NHL uh, numbers. We've got uh, three games tomorrow. Winnipeg and the Islanders, Calgary Flames, Arizona Coyotes, and the Chicago Blackhawks. And speaking of hot players, you were talking about JT Miller and shots on goal props. Patrick Kane. This guy's trying to get people to trade for him, and man, he's just lighting it up uh, right now. He's scoring every game. So late tonight again. Blackhawks are plus three twenty-five tomorrow. What do you think of the overnight hockey? Yeah, Patrick Kane. I mean, it's kind of a funny situation with him because uh, I think he pretty much said his two teams he wants to get traded to, and and they've already made moves. Toronto and New York. So we'll see what happens with him. But he's on a really, really big almost revenge tour right now. Uh, tomorrow, I'll skip over that first game. It's a tough one. I haven't really decided yet. But uh, Chicago and Dallas. Third game in four nights as far as the Blackhawks are concerned. Dallas has been off some up and down performances. I think tomorrow is an absolute goal fest in that one. I think the Blackhawks can contribute a little bit to it. Dallas's defense can give up goals a lot more than previous years, but their offense is much, much better. Over six to me is a great play tomorrow in the Blackhawks and Stars. And look, I know Mullet Arena has treated the Coyotes very well. I've talked a lot of smack about this Flames team, but I think tomorrow is a spot that they get it done in. They always seem to do well against bad teams recently, and I feel like they need this game more than most. Uh, Flames in regulation at minus 130. All right, Andrew McKinnis. We'll tell you what, the Vancouver Canucks over is one of the best bets in sports. Winnipeg under 39 and 14 to the under on the season. Andrew McKinnis, wagertalk.com. This is Portraits. Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. 